Hi, my name is Will Swisher, and I'm your host for this special one-time episode of The Bone Breaker Breakdown, a show where I analyze the history of broken bones, the way bones are treated, and the types and variations of bone fractures. Bones are an incredible and unique material in their strength and durability, but their sturdiness varies depending on your age. When you are young, your bones are not fully fused, and many are cartilaginous and flexible to allow for growth and the bumps and bruises one will experience along the way. The process of bone ossification is a long one that lasts from our time in utero to the final fusing of your clavicle around the age of 23. However, just because your bones are more malleable when you are younger does not mean that you are immune to breaking. The most common fracture for children occurs at the arm, either in the radius or the ulna in your forearm. This is due to the body's natural reaction to break a fall by holding out your arms. Fortunately, children's bones heal at a rapid rate, and a broken forearm is a minor setback for most. For an adult, bones may take 6 to 12 weeks to heal, but a child may only have to wait 3 weeks until their cast can be removed. While it is unfortunate that our bodies slow the healing process as we age, it is understandable that we would have the best chances of recovery when we are at our most clumsy and vulnerable. The skeletal system is also amazingly complex. It is able to heal itself after breaking, and using cells called osteoclasts, bone can be broken down and replaced with cells called osteoblasts in an endless cycle. As we age, our bones become more brittle, and in some cases, various diseases such as osteoporiasis can cause the natural cycle of bone growth and degeneration to become more skewed, leading to bone injuries that are non-reversible. This is why falls can be so damaging to the older generations. Even the slightest force can cause the bones to crack or shatter, leaving the victim to suffer through a long and arduous healing process. In the past, a broken bone was a serious issue that could lead to lasting health problems and even death in more extreme cases. However, we humans have known for a long time that broken limbs needed to be kept stable in order for healing to take place. Hippocrates even wrote about healing broken bones all the way back in the 4th century BC. Splints, usually made of wood and wrapped in rope or linen, were used in ancient Egypt and eventually spread elsewhere. In the 1500s, casts made from various substances like animal fat and flour were utilized in Europe, although these did not provide sanitary healing conditions and even could have worsened the patient's condition by giving them infections or blood diseases. It wasn't until the 18th century that the modern plaster cast was used in Western medicine, complete with a resetting of the bone into its proper position by renowned bone setters, doctors with the training to discern where the bone needed to be moved to set it in the correct position. These bone setters weren't new either. They had been around for about as long as we have known how to heal bones. Broken bones are common, and were still in medieval times. And in some areas, a physician acting as a bone setter was not present, and the job was left to someone who was either apprenticed in the craft or had a comparable set of skills. In these cases, the task was left to other dexterous members of the community, such as blacksmiths or woodworkers, who were not always as practiced, leading to some interesting and rather unhealthy results. Needless to say, it is understandable that broken bones, once an injury that could leave you crippled and in pain for the rest of your life, quickly became understood and outsmarted, with only a few bumps along the way. 
most memorable bone setter I have come across in my research happens to be Mrs. Sarah Crazy Sally Mapp. Born in the early 1700s and baptized in 1706, Sally Mapp was an interesting individual to say the least. While some at the time thought of bone setting as an illegitimate medical practice, Mapp managed to become quite successful due to her agile methods and understanding of the human skeletal system. It is said that she could reset bones in one fluid motion, and this fame eventually led to her working on several noble people, including the niece of the president of the Royal College of Physicians. Unfortunately, as time passed, her tendency for alcoholism led her to lose customers and eventually fame, and she died in poverty around 1737. There are three times during our life cycle that an injury can occur to our skeleton. Antemortem, or injuries that are suffered while we are alive, can be identified in the bones because there are signs of healing. Perimortem is a skeletal injury that occurs at the time of death and can be attributed as the cause of death for the individual and can be identified because the fracture is the same color as the bone. Postmortem injuries occur after death and are usually caused by anything from animals to vegetation messing with the corpse. When the bone heals from a fracture, it can present characteristics that are identifiable to the trained osteologist. Callousing, or a thickening of the bone, may occur over the fracture site. Additionally, the severity of a fracture depends on the degree of completion. A simple fracture is often just a small line or crack in the bone, and can be hard to detect even in some x-ray images. A complete fracture is one in which the bone is broken completely, resulting in pain and a loss of range of motion. A compound fracture is the most dangerous and painful of the three, and occurs when broken bone cuts through the skin, exposing itself to open air. Bone trauma differs in the manner that it was inflicted. For example, a crushed bone occurs when the bone is bludgeoned and becomes depressed, while a penetrating injury takes place when an object comes in contact with the skeletal tissue. For those involved, a broken bone can be a painful and terrifying experience. Thankfully, due to medical advances made over thousands of years of trial and error, we have a great understanding of how our bodies function. Broken bones are no longer the life-altering events that they once were known to be, and we can all live a little more recklessly, while still being safe, of course. Well, thanks for coming to this special episode of Bone Breaker Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you learned something along the way. Thanks, and again, this is Will Swisher, signing out.